Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, do you know what time it is? It's basketball time. That's right, NBA fans. The wait is over in the hard court. In the paint, B-ball is back. And DraftKings Sportsbook, well, it's an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And new customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. And I do the bets to the Nuggets. How many times will I bet on the Nuggets to score 200 points this season? Three. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Ah, we are at Wednesday. Here on the That's Good Broncos podcast, which means the stank of last week is gone. Hope, not really a new horizon, none of that, but the pain of last week's gone. And now we're ready for more pain this week as we take a look at what's going on with the Denver Broncos. Uh, we will do the game picks for the week. Get you filled in on some news. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. The famous YouTuber of uh, Will Sucks at Games. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings. Use code DNVR, DNVR, DNVR when you sign up just one time. Use DNVR. Uh, so, today's a day I don't really want to do the podcast. I'm not. If I'm being honest, Will. Uh, well, let me let me take charge here. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if uh, I want to do it. I don't know if anybody wants to listen to it, but we're doing this out of duty. Yeah, and I think the people listening are doing it as well because um, we're three and six right now. Um, it feels like a, a same shit, different toilet kind of um, yeah atmosphere. Yeah, this week. Um, but let's start it off with like something that's a little you know, separated from how the team's doing. So you remember the, the Monday night game against the chargers, Mm -hmm. um, a 10 point lead blew it. Um, not really relevant, but so there's this play where the Broncos special teamer, Aaron Patrick, um, got forced out of bounds and then he collided with, um, some kind of video crew member, um, and slipped, on the uh on some mats Mm -hmm. ended up tearing his acl he's done for the season um 
So Aaron Patrick is now suing the NFL. He's suing ESPN, suing the Rams and the Chargers. Mm. He should throw John Gruden in there and Dan Snyder as well. Yeah. Um, definitely Snyder, for sure. And Deshaun Watson. Be- Sue them all. Watson, yeah. Uh, call Tony Busby. Um, you know, what's the difference at this point? So, okay. Um, I got a little bit of this, I think, from Pro Football Talk, but um, I'm going to kind of summarize it. Uh, the lawsuit from Patrick alleges some negligence in how the, you know, whichever party is responsible placed the mats that were covering the cords and the cables um, for the league's replay monitor. So they have this like intricate setup. Um, there's cords everywhere. They put mats down, which he slipped on. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of the Reggie Bush situation um, a few years ago, if you remember that. So he ran into – he tried not to ran, run into the TV liaison – um, so now Patrick's complaint also contends that the ownership of the venue, a.k.a. the Rams, owed a duty of care to those with access to the field and that ownership allowed an unsafe condition to exist on those premises. So he's kind of he's suing um, you know, four different parties here. And what I was reading is the you know, the strategy beyond that. It's not like frivolous or anything, but um so the, the reasoning is these parties to avoid liability will start implicating who's really, you know, at fault there. Um, and so I think someone, whether it's NFL, ESPN, the Rams or the Chargers, someone's going to be uh, left. Someone's, that's going to be a liability for them moving forward. Yes. Um, and I think this is reasonable because, um, you know, injuries are part of the game, but you know, this took place, you know, this is not, um, you know, cutting on, uh, you know, the wrong foot or just kind of like a football play. This is, you know, this is like trying to avoid something on the sideline. Also, he's losing half of his salary um, from the time he's on IR because of a provision in his contract. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he lost a lot of money um, and he's not a guy who's, you know, making millions of dollars. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit about it on GPS, and that was one thing I kind of said is that uh, in terms of the finances of it, you know, special teams uh, player, outside linebacker, which with all the Broncos injuries, like he might have gotten some, you know, some decent playing time and definitely could argue like it costing him money too in the future. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we kind of take it for granted that players are going to come back from an ACL and that's not always the case. Not, and it's not even just coming back from it. It's like he might've had a chance to put, put out great film this season as a Broncos edge rusher. And yeah. Yeah. He might've gotten uh, snaps here. Yeah. So the injuries. I'm all for anybody taking, getting money, not taking, getting money from the NFL or any of the owners or ESPN or whoever. Yeah. Uh, unless, of course, ESPN wants to give us money, which they have yet to commit to doing. And somebody in the chat had also said, like, this is a brand new stadium. Why yeah. didn't they think of, like, this 
while they're building it where they could have basically all the cables and shit underground that they can access and, and hook into, which yeah, yeah, I think that's a pretty smart observation. Um, that said, like running that whole uh, setup, pretty complicated. There's a lot that goes into all of uh, you know the the footage, the angles, everything to put together an NFL broadcast. Uh, you know, there are those obstacles on the sideline, but I'm I see their point. There probably is a better way they can do it and make sure that it's not that close. Make sure that all the courts have to run straight back and then you know around the edge uh they can figure out a way to make it not be that close to the sideline is my point yeah i mean the nfl is a multi-billion dollar industry um and you know player safety should be of the utmost importance you know you would think Um, it is only when it's convenient to the nfl Player safety only makes sense when it can help them make more money. Yeah, which is why we go so far to protect quarterbacks because they are obviously the lifeblood of this league. But um, I think there's starting to uh, be this reckoning now with you know guys like uh, Cooper Cup who got hurt and and now he is um, really calling on the league to <clears throat> make the switch from from turf to natural grass. Um, and I'm not, you know, we're going to dig into that, I think, in a future pass on natural grass every time. Um, but I, yeah, I'm not like an expert um, on that yet. But it seems like um, it would be in the best interest to not lose players like Cooper Cup. Yeah. You know, he's pretty good. It would Was. be in the best interest of the NFL to keep as many players not just star players as healthy as possible yeah you know what there's there's there is something strange going on i feel like with nfl injuries um let me bring up this little chart ski here that i got okay Okay. we love data we love data all right especially when it supports our opinions yes i like Numbers don't lie, but people can use them to lie. Yes. Okay. So we got Joe Mahoney. Put up this chart um, about the Broncos, uh, more injuries uh, basically over the last few seasons. You can see the Broncos right here. Very injured in 2021. It feels like it's even worse this year. And uh, somebody else pointed out, like, the the chart itself seems to be greener on the right side. And it seems like teams have been yeah. getting more and more injured over the last few years. And I would like to see something that shows, like, exactly, uh, you know, how many team, how many players are injured uh, per year. But this does look like injuries have been worse. And it seems like ACLs and Achilles and all of yeah. these things, we've seen increases in their injuries. I don't know if that has anything to do with turf or grass, but uh, we've talked about training and teams practicing less and all these other things. I would like them to figure out why. Because it does suck. 
And it's not just the Broncos. Like, it sucks to be a Chargers fan because your team is always hurt. The Ravens were decimated last year. They had yeah. injury problems this year. Um, like, I feel like it definitely has affected teams. And it feels like there should be more green over here on this side, and I don't see it, Will. Yeah, I think um, I remember an interview with uh, Billy Bean, who is still the A's general manager, you know, a.k.a. Brad Pitt from Moneyball, mm -hmm. um, and kind of I think in the press circuit for that movie, uh, he was asked because like all the other teams had caught up um, in terms of what they were doing in 2002. It was no longer like a novel concept. And someone asked him, like, what's the next frontier for Moneyball? Like, what's the next innovation in running a baseball team or really like any you know sports team? And he said that predicting injuries Ooh. is like the next wave. Um, seems hard to do. Um, I'm sure that they are working on it. Um, I would love to see if the A's are ahead of most teams in terms of that. Um, seems probably a lot harder for a football team considering, you know, it's a collision sport. Yeah. But, um, I mean – yeah, I found this uh, tweet from Mike Kliss where he said, according to uh, SpotTrack, the Broncos' 14 players on IR are combining for $55.3 million in cap space. Yeah, we had that same stat last year from them. Like, they had a yeah. ridiculous number of cap space on IR last year, too. Yeah, so for context, uh, context that's 27% yeah. of the salary cap. Um, the Chargers are the next team, and – uh, they're uh, 23% of their cap is injured. So we're more injured than the chargers. Yeah. Broncos are effed up. Yeah. And that's like, you know, there's not one culprit here. Um, you can probably point to, um, I think people have theorized that, um, you know, maybe not playing in preseason had a little bit to do with it. Um, yeah. Maybe. Bad luck, obviously. Uh, I mean, I think there's the extremes where, you know, Derek Wolf was on with us and he said, um, you know, the way John Harbaugh runs Ravens practices and training camp, it's too uh, much. There's a lot of attrition there and they got way too injured. And maybe the way that the Broncos ran training camp this year, um, although they've been hurt the last couple of years too, but maybe it was too far uh, on the other extreme or they just weren't ready um, for kind of the grind of actually playing football. Um, I don't know. That's just my, it's my guess. Um, like you have to look at the training staff too and kind of evaluate what they're doing compared to other training staffs. Yeah. And that was one of the, one of the things that chart was used for was to, I think, take a look at Lauren Landau, who's been the Broncos trainer for the last like three or four years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. The last healthy season Denver had was 2014. Yeah. Uh, they survived 2015. 16, manageable. 17, a little more. 18, worse. 19, worse. 2020, worse. 2021, worse. And I'm guessing they're on a path to have even their most horrific finish this year, which affects Russell Wilson's play. Yeah. The, the offensive line... We've now seen like multiple people talking about they're down to their third string option at 
both tackles and center. Um, that's not even to mention Luke Wattenberg, all of their receivers, not named Sutton losing RB one Javante Williams, who was, I think going to be really important as well. Uh, they'll get some help back on defense on the edge. Uh, Simmons will be back. KJ Hamler should be back at some point. They'll get a little healthier, but it ain't good on top of being under an underperforming team and you're injured. like the thing that's been kyle shanahan's like saving grace with the the losing seasons has been how injured they are um and they finagled the you know a super bowl appearance and a championship appearance uh in between those so anyway the other rumor i've seen out there is the Broncos would be pursuing Dan Quinn if Nathaniel Hackett is is fired. Yeah. Yeah, and um, that's from Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated, I believe. So they obviously interviewed Quinn last year. Um, so to go from Hackett, you know, choosing Hackett over Quinn and then going back to Quinn um, is just like obviously admitting your mistake. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like – which is fine, which is, I think, a good thing to do to admit mistakes. Um, but, you know, you're also making the concession that, like, you just wasted a year, which is not um, something that a general manager always wants to do. But I think that Peyton um, has and deserves uh, plenty of job security to try to correct his mistakes. Um, but, so kind of the caveat with Dan Quinn is that he could bring along uh, Dallas assistant coach and former Seahawks offensive coordinator, Ryan Schottenheimer, to call plays, um, which would be, you know, sort of, um, I don't know if ironic is the word, but his father, yeah. Marty Schottenheimer, was um, the Broncos were his greatest enemy. <laughs> yeah, and there's history with, Schottenheimer and Russ Wilson too. Yeah, for yeah, they were both in Seattle, Quinn and Schottenheimer. Yeah. What was Russell Wilson? How did he play with Schottenheimer? Well, yeah, he played well. Um, I'm trying to think. I think they got rid of him maybe 2019 is my guess, but we can look it up. Russell Wilson wanted Shotty fired. <laughs> Yeah, but twenty first, twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty. Um, in twenty twenty was I think Wilson's best year statistically. So, um, yeah, he was there from twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. He was also the OC for the New York Jets from 06 to two thousand eleven. Um, and he got some he got some good performances out of Mark Sanchez to his credit. Um, that's kind of crazy that he was the OC. He survived um, the transition from Eric Mangini to uh, Rex Ryan in 2009. Hmm. It's kind of rare, but um, yeah, I respect it. They ran the ball a lot. I, I remember with Schottenheimer and that was kind of a criticism that the the offense was a little too like old school, but um, yeah, it worked. 
Russell Wilson pinned open letter to Schottenheimer after he parted ways. Shoddy, I'm grateful for how much you meant to me over the past three years. God bless me. With you, we won a lot of games, threw a lot of touchdowns, and had a blast in meetings, and maybe the most important nugget here, and our Bible studies. The best days are ahead for you. Go be great. God first. Love three. So actually, Russell Wilson didn't write that. Number three did. Um, Interesting uh, nugget, too. I found that uh, Brian Schottenheimer was born in Denver. So I don't know. On a Marty Schottenheimer uh, bender, apparently. Uh, he was born, at, yeah, I guess so. Um, a born, maybe, not conceived. <laughs> I, he might have been conceived there, too. I don't know. That's kind of strange, though. He was born in Denver, Colorado. I don't know why I said Colorado weird there. I don't know. Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> uh, he prepped in – he went to high school in Kansas like you. Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, so outside of Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, that's all that's really relevant. Am I Brian Schottenheimer? I think he might be. He went What's to his birthday? Um, October – Wow. October 16th. <laughs> oh, we're both voting October too. Ooh. Yeah. Just, uh, he's 49 now. So, you know, 11 years up. older than me. Hey, I like the way, uh, those coincidences are stacking up. And if you're feeling that optimistic about your luck, why don't you try DraftKings sports book football fans, NBA fans, both sports are here, okay? Both partners with DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, an official partner of the NFL. And to share uh, that joy, I've got a special offer for new customers. Sign up using promo code DNVR. And on any pregame Moneyline wager, you can get $200 in free bets. A 200 in a free bets. Uh, in addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings uh, up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. Step it up. Three-dimensionalized parlays. Um, stack stack some bets for the ultimate payout. You just got to use code DNVR when you sign up at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, and make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. So you download the app at uh, wherever you get your apps. I don't know. The restaurant? <laughs> Appetizers. Get it. Code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. <laughs> so see the show notes for the details. All right. That's a situation to certainly monitor. We'll monitor. Um, whatever happens, as long as they keep a zero Evero, I don't care what they do. Well, let me, we know let me ask one you thing is working. Yeah. Okay. Um, I saw some takes out there on Twitter from uh, people who write about the Broncos. Um, I'm not going to say who because not very well. <laughs> yeah, not very well. Um, I'm not going to say who because uh, I don't want to, you know, air them out or anything because I sure. disagree. Um, 
But a lot of people saying that a lot when I mean one person that I saw uh, said <laughs> you should fire Hackett right now, which okay. I've said I disagree with. Uh, there's no point. Um, and hire Jiro Evero. Not only is the interim head coach, but the full time, like the, the head coach, give him like a multi year contract right now. Hmm. Ooh, that you know what I is. Said? I think silly. it's pretty easy. You finally got the ownership group that's got the bankroll. They got the money. What yeah. I do is I sit down with the Giro and I say, look, we want you here for a very long time. Yes. We're going to make you the highest paid defensive coordinator in the NFL. Yeah. And all we ask for you, from you, is your undying loyalty to our team. Do not leave for a head coaching job. We will make you, we will give you more you money can... than any head coach yeah. is making. Okay. Okay. Whatever Bill Belichick's making, we will double it for you, sir. Yeah. And I will go to England and I'll make sure he gets knighted. Yeah. This motherfucker's going to get knighted. I'm going to give him the key to the city. He can run for president. But right now, he's going to be a goddamn Denver Broncos defensive coordinator for the next 10 years. Billion dollar con. Whatever Patrick Mahomes getting paid, I pay Ejiro Evero. But maybe, maybe, um, he is a, a great head coach. You ever think about that? Okay, you can be our head coach too, but only if you want to. But the, yeah, so the timing is weird. Um, I disagree with uh, the idea that you should fire Hackett now and promote uh, a guy who's been a defensive coordinator for exactly.